This is Stephen Strang, and welcome to the August 3rd, 2020 edition of the God, Trump, and 2020 election. Only 92 days until November 3rd is the podcast on why Donald Trump must win and what's at stake for Christians if he loses. This is a book that came out in January. I wrote it in late 2019. I make the case for how bad things will be if not only Donald Trump loses, but more importantly, if the other side gets in, because we have seen just how extreme they are with the socialist agenda of Bernie Sanders and AOC and others. And I believe that Christians and other conservatives have to stand up for our rights and realize what's at stake in getting elected. And when I wrote this in 2019, it looked to me like a lot of things were going in Donald Trump's favor. He had uh, weathered the storm of the Mueller investigation, which the Russia hoax went on for two years, and of course he was completely exonerated. And then uh, COVID-19 came, and kind of everything changed. Uh, In fact, I wrote a follow-up called God, Trump, and COVID-19, Uh, Both of these books are available on Amazon and uh, Walmart, Sam's, BJ's, etc. And you can get them. And I think it's important for you to read and to educate yourself and to see that there's another side uh, than what the secular media gives you. And there's a lot of bad stuff out there. In fact, you can get depressed watching the news every day. But, you know, we have hope. We who believe in God have hope. We believe that God is in control. God has a plan. Yes, the devil comes to steal, kill, and destroy, but Jesus came to give life and to give it more abundantly. And my book goes into uh, the, the spiritual aspects. That's not really the subject of today's podcast. It will be later. I'll go into how the, some prophets have said that he will win again. And also, I hope it gives hope that when you understand what's going on, you're not so fearful just listening to the news. However, let's face facts. And the fact is that Donald Trump could lose. In fact, that's the title of chapter two in the book. You know, he could lose. In fact, I cite eight different reasons why he could lose. One of the main ones is that if Christians and other conservatives are overconfident and When I wrote the book in 2019, it looked like a lot of people were overconfident, and it's well known that a lot of Christians don't even register to vote, and those who do register to vote often don't show up at the polls. And uh, we could not take it uh, for granted. Another reason was the issue of the economy. If the economy went south, Uh, It could really affect everything. And at the time, the economy was booming. And then when the COVID-19 pandemic uh, started and when the economy was shut down for, you know, what was it, six weeks, uh, all of the gains that had been gained under Donald Trump's leadership were lost in a very short period of time. Now, the economy has come back. The stock market's come back. Mike Huckabee said it's like it's on a bungee cord. President Trump calls it a V. In other words, it went down and came right back up. 
Now, the, the uh, stock market does tend to vary, and depending on when you're listening to this, it may be up or down, but, you know, the economy is coming back, but it isn't what it was. The jobless rate is way up. A lot of things have changed. Who would have thought? And it could affect the election. Also, the other side is just very, very dishonest. In, in fact, someone sent me a joke. It was a meme that said that uh, Joe Biden was ahead in the polls in all the cemeteries in the country. Uh, you know, and that's, of course, a joke that, you know, sometimes they find dead people uh, on the polls who they, you know, somehow they vote for these dead people. I'm not sure how it happens. Uh, California actually has a thing called a ballot harvesting where people go door to door with a ballot and try to get people to vote, you know, kind of like an absentee, and then they take it to the polls. Now, the fact is... They can destroy the ballots that they don't like, or they can fill out the ballots and forge signatures. I mean, it's just ripe for dishonesty. And even the mail-in votes, and I have voted absentee once or twice when I was out of town um, on an election. In fact, in the 2000 election, I was in Africa, believe it or not. Uh, that was the you know, election that George W. Bush barely won with a recount here in the state of Florida where I live. But, you know, I had to, I went down to the uh, voter registration place and got a ballot and filled it out and turned it in. You know, the problem is that when they just mail out ballots to whoever, you never know if it really gets to the person. People take them out of mailboxes. Uh, you know, it's just ripe for dishonesty. And, you know, I think the left is so extreme and so dishonest in so many ways that that is a real possibility. There's also social media censorship. I mean, as I'm doing this podcast, you know, they're having hearings on Congress right now about this, and it's very serious. And just this week, uh, there was a video from some frontline doctors, you know, doctors that are actually treating patients for COVID who are, you know, trying to say that they use hydroxychloroquine. Uh, one of the doctors said it was the safest Tylenol. Uh, another doctor said that in some countries including places like Iran, you can buy it over the counter. But in the United States, it's very, very difficult to uh, get. And even some pharmacies refuse uh, prescriptions for it. I mean, it's just crazy. And then this, this video went viral, and in just a day or two, it was taken off of Facebook. I mean, this is just terrible, uh, what's happening. So I think that we have to be aware of what's going on and the, the fact that there, there's, you know, this is complicated. It's not just a, a simple matter of going and voting. I mean, there's just so many things that it can affect the election. Uh, another reason that I cite in uh, Chapter 2 of my book, God Trump, the 2020 election, is if there's more war in the Middle East, uh, that could just change everything. And while we're not having that problem right now, a lot can happen in the 92 days leading up to the election. I'm personally very concerned about evangelical never-Trumpers. Um, you know, these are, tend to be so-called evangelicals who vote liberal most elections. But, you know, this, is, this election isn't just liberal and conservative. I mean, I think you can uh, disagree on things like how much debt we should have, how much welfare we should have, how much regulation, you know, some of the policies that liberals tend to favor— you know, even immigration policy and how much we spend on infrastructure and, 
those kinds of things. You can debate, but what we're talking about is uh, people who have a radical agenda to tear down America as we know it, to remake it in some kind of socialist utopia, AOC's Green New Deal, uh, to make every American afraid, afraid. I mean, life as we know it will change. And I'm not trying to be an alarmist. I'm not the only one saying this. And I believe that we have power in the name of Jesus. I believe we have power through the Holy Spirit. And one of the things I'm trying to get out is that is those of us in the Spirit-filled community who believe in the power of the Holy Spirit. It should make us bold. It should make us full of faith, not fear. We should be speaking up. Our churches ought to be a place where people are encouraged. But, you know, the church is just very quietly shut down when the government said to. In some states, they're still shut down or very, very limited. In California, you can go. Uh, I don't live in California. I think it's maybe 50 people can go or a quarter of their uh, uh, number of seats, whichever is less. They can go, but they can't sing, and they can't have Bible studies in in homes. I, I hope I'm saying this right. I'm going mainly from memory, and these things tend to change almost day to day. But it's just serious how quickly some of these leftist governors and mayors have been to take away our Christian um, constitutional rights to worship God. I mean, can you imagine? I never thought I would live to where the government is telling you you can't sing in church uh, or you can't have a Bible study in your home. Now, all of us want to be safe. None of us want to get the virus. Of course not. But we can see that the pandemic, as bad as it is, is not uh, as bad as they said, number one. And it's a risk that most of us are willing to take, you know, taking simple precautions, wearing a mask, social distancing. Hopefully we'll get that behind us. I personally believe that the left is using this pandemic, which wasn't even on the radar screen when I wrote the book. But in a way, that doesn't matter, because what I talk about the book uh, the the issues involved, the issues I talk about facing America are going to be around uh, anyway. They're going to be around long after Donald Trump is out of office, and we Christians have to wake up. We have to take our country back. So much is at stake. I mean, even the support of Israel uh, is at stake if the left gets in. Things like uh, being able to spread the gospel around the world. We've been able to do it because we American Christians have enormous freedoms. We live in a prosperous country, and Christians are able to support missionaries. A lot of that is going to change if America changes. America is the uh, shining light on a hill. I mean, that's a, an expression from the Bible. George H.W. Bush used that expression, I remember. But it's true. Uh, we kind of keep the world safe for democracy, If America just becomes one more socialist country, uh, a lot of bad things are going to happen in the world. You know, we're all afraid of Russia, and we should be. I mean, all my life, you know, I grew up during the Cold War. We saw, of course, communism come down uh, in the late 1980s. But Russia is still a bad player, and, of course, communism never ended in China, and China is a threat now like they were not in the late 1980s. We have to be concerned. We have to pray. We need millions of people to pray. And there's a spiritual aspect 
that the secular people don't understand, even the conservatives. They don't understand it. The politicians don't understand it. But we who are led by the Spirit of God, whose spirits are quickened by the Holy Spirit, who have discernment for what's going on, we have to speak up. We have to get involved. That's why I do this podcast. It's why I wrote the book. I hope that you'll read the book. I think it'll open your eyes. A whole third of the book is on the spiritual dimension, and I'll deal with that in other podcasts and newsletters later on. For now, I'll wrap this up. I'll invite you to uh, subscribe to my newsletter so you can get it every day. Uh, You can go to stevestrangsub.com, and it's very easy to sign up. It's free. You can also go to stevestrangbooks.com. That's my name, Steve Strang, and books with an S. And uh, you can get my all my books at a special price, special bundles, discounts if you buy several. But it's also available on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, uh, Costco, Walmart, BJ's, Sam's. Uh, we've been able to get a lot of books out there in the market and, you know, for me, it's a way to witness. It's a, it's a way to be a witness, to uh, talk about the power of the Holy Spirit. You know, the other books on Trump, even the ones written by conservatives, and there are quite a few out there, they don't talk about the spiritual dimension. They don't talk about what the prophets are saying. They don't see uh, parallels between things that happened in the Bible, even God using imperfect people to accomplish his plans and purposes. You know, there's a lot of criticism of Donald Trump. Uh, when he first showed up on the scene, I was critical of him until uh, the others dropped out of the race. And, uh, and also because I, I could see that the man has changed. And I have a whole section on what Donald Trump is like and how he's made promises and he's kept promises and how he's been a champion for Israel and a champion for religious freedom. But, you know, I can't say it all in a podcast, but I can point you toward the book. I hope you'll buy God Trump in the 2020 election why he must win and what's at stake for Christians if he loses, as well as a new book, God, Trump, and COVID-19. It's only 20, 125 pages. It's a quick read. Uh, God, Trump, and the 2020 election is much longer. It's about uh, 225 pages, but I think it's well worth the time to read, and I encourage you to do so. With that, I'll wrap up this edition of the God, Trump, and 2020 election. Why Donald Trump must win and what's at stake for Christians if he loses. Thank you for listening. Tune in again tomorrow on the Charisma Podcast Network. I'm Stephen Strang. God bless you.